I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Welcome back to Cantobite Dispatch. Today, I'm Brittany, and joining me today, as always, is my friend, Emily Lind. Hi, Emily. Hi, Brittany. How are you? I am doing okay. How are you doing? I am doing good. Um, I'm, I am recovering from another uh, self-inflicted wound. First, okay. it was my eyebrow. Uh-huh. I remember. And yesterday, I was on a run. I was in deep thought. Mm-hmm. August by Taylor Swift was playing. I forget what I was in deep thought about. I think I was thinking about, like, new running shoes, because I was thinking, like, you know, like, the soles on these shoes are a little, you know, they're getting a little flat. Like, maybe I should get new running shoes. Then I tripped and fell. Oh, no. And scraped scraped my knee really bad both my knees but um one of my knees is scraped so bad that the um the design of the scrape looks like a hidden mickey (laughs) i saw that picture it looked pretty painful yeah and it's one of those where it hurts to do like anything like Uh, moving around like crossing my legs I, I forgot today that it happened i crossed my legs Oof. and i i let out a, a nice quiet wince um yeah but i don't know i'm still able to do a thing i'm still able to run but i mean running with caution even when i tripped over you know like i i know where i run it's not the most even pavement in the world but i'm normally careful but like I fucking fell. Like, there's, like, bruises, like, on, like, the palms of my hands and, like, everything. Oh, I mean, thank God I'm okay. But I'm like, God damn. Like, I feel like at least once a year I, I trip while running. Like, maybe this is just a me problem. Like, I still have to run. But Yeah, sometimes you just trip. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, my eyebrows going back, grown back. Like, we don't we don't have to worry about that anymore, you know. As one wound heals, another appears. Yeah, eyebrow, uh, eyebrow looks good, though. Oh, thank you. I know I was able to... Uh, it, I'm spending less time in the morning having to shape it. Yeah, so. just a little bit of a pencil now. Yeah, I use a combination of um, like a pencil, a pen, and I have like this like clay p- pencil kind of oh, thing because okay. I feel like the clay because I have really oily skin I feel like sometimes like the pencil doesn't like stick on well 
and just like kind of the clay just kind of like cements it all in but it's hard because sometimes it looks like darker than the other so then I have to like match the two and that's a bummer but but yeah what have you been up to not tripping or shaving off eyebrows (laughs) no I did shave off a bunch of my hair but that's about it I mean that was on purpose so that's good uh, other than that, not much going on. Um, getting stuff sorted for when Kev comes. Just made a dinner reservation tonight for a seafood place that's like literally two minutes from my office that I've never been to before, but I walk by all the time. So I'm like, oh, and I was walking by and I was looking at their happy hour and I'm like, oh, that seems like a place that Kev would like because he likes seafood. And then I showed it to him and he agreed. So we're going there. Cause they're, I like, like a man yeah. that likes seafood. They have one of the, it's like they have like the rotating like daily specials and the daily special on Thursdays is a seafood tower. You know, where they have like the lobster and the crab claws and oysters. That sounds delightful. Yeah. So we're going to do that. I love a good seafood dish or just a good seafood meal. Like, oh, yeah. my 13th birthday, I specifically requested for my family and I to go to Joe's Crab Shack, <laughs> which is a, you know, a chained restaurant. Yeah. I don't think there's many of them left. And they found out it was my birthday and they embarrassed me in front of everyone. <laughs> I had to gallop around oh, the no. restaurant. No, 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 no. On a horse. No. No, I can and do they... look. If you want to like sing, that's fine, but I'm not doing anything. Yeah. And it it was just bad too cuz it was like that was like not the best teenage stage for me. Mm. I mean, just 13. No one at school likes me. I'm galloping around a restaurant like a fucking idiot. Just just a combination of a lot of things. Angsty teenage me and yeah. galloping around. Hey, at least I got crabs, you know? <laughs> I do like crabs. <laughs> yeah, I do. I love some good crab legs. I know the the casino I used to work at had a really good buffet, and they had, like, really good crab legs. They would have, like, lobster nights sometimes, too, and it wasn't too expensive. So they had, like, different types of, like... You know, different marinated buttered lobster, which was pretty good. Yeah, I love seafood. Like, we always get like tilapia. We make like tilapia tacos. Tilapia is great. Um, Salmon's great. Yeah, I do salmon a lot. I know. That was one thing, like, moving out of my parents house I was really excited to make seafood dishes because my family's not really the biggest like seafood person or mm-hmm. people and I feel like they're like oh it smells and I'm thinking well you fucking smell <laughs> so I'm gonna no, make yeah. my food no I like doing salmon because I they don't have it like obviously like I'll cook it and have it hot that night but then it's really good cold the next day like I can take it to the office and I'm not gonna stick fish in the microwave especially not at work but salmon is a fish that is particularly good, just chilled. Yeah, it's good in like salads too. Mm-hmm. It's good in everything. Yeah, I like to do salmon and asparagus and like a rice pilaf. Oh, that sounds good. 
Oh, and it's ramp season, too, so you've been doing a lot of shit with ramps. I have been, but it's almost at the end of ramp season. I don't even know if we'll have them this weekend. Ramp season is very short. But yeah, I mostly like I mostly just do the same thing with ramps, which is I roast them, and then I put a bunch of salt in them, and I stick them in my mouth. Only this time, I've also been making them on flatbreads. So I did. Uh, I just got some, like, you know, just bought some flatbread from Trader Joe's, and I got goat cheese and blue cheese. And I cooked up some mushrooms and threw them on there. And I cooked the ramps. And then I just stuck it all in the oven until the cheese gets all melty. And then I did some um, balsamic glaze over the top. Because Trader Joe's has this really good bottled balsamic glaze. It's nice and thick and sweet and delicious. And I want to just eat it on everything or pour it directly into my mouth. But, yeah. It's really, really good. And now I am full on to making flatbreads all the time. I love the phases we go through with making food. Mm -hmm. Like, it's always so much fun just being excited to, like, eat something. Like, that's how I feel every morning with my overnight oats. I'm like, this is a different oat. Like, I can't wait to try this one. Like, this one's been sitting in the fridge for three days, so everything has been fermenting. Like, (laughs) I just get so excited over my oats. I I got Kev a box of Reese's Puffs for when he's over here because he's he really loves peanut butter but they're like so you can get them over there but only at like american import things so it's like you know like 12 fucking pounds for a box of cereal mm-hmm. so it's so nice he's gonna be able to enjoy like some reese's puffs in the morning yeah and it's american a gigantic breakfast. box so he better really like them yeah, he fucking better or else you just have to ship him back <laughs> i mean i'll add because i I just don't really eat cereal much. I'll get a craving for it occasionally, but mostly then I buy a box of cereal and I eat two bowls of it and then it goes stale because I don't eat it. Because it goes, I don't, as soon as it goes soggy, I do not want to eat cereal anymore. So I like about three bites of cereal and then I don't like cereal. Yeah, I just, I was never a milk person, so I just never really enjoyed cereal. I mean, I liked, um, the only cereals I really liked were like the cinnamon toast crunch and the I think the peanut butter some guy was a captain captain, captain crunch. crunch peanut butter captain yeah. crunch yeah yeah I like I like, like kicks a lot I ate a lot of kicks as a kid because my parents weren't like super strict about food but they didn't buy a lot of really sugary cereals but kicks were that good combination of they're not terrible for you but they are still sweet yeah. But we never got, like, cookie crisp or anything like that. My parents vetoed the cookie crisp. Although I'd had cookie crisp as an adult. I'm like, this fucking sucks. This doesn't taste like cookies at all. It was really well, disappointing. Right? Like, I see the commercials, I think, as a kid. Like, I mean, I was, like, I was, like, a Cabbage Patch kid. Like, I like, you look at Cabbage Patch kids, like, that was me from ages um, 0 to 12. Uh-huh. You do, co- and, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I've yeah. seen pictures of you as a kid. You looked like a Cabbage Patch kid. Yeah, it, it was funny because then like people would come up to me and like pitch my cheeks. I think that's why I don't like being touched. Yeah, is because like people would touch me as a kid. Well, they would like just like be like, "Oh, you're so cute!" Like I'm gonna pitch your cheeks and I'm gonna I'm gonna kiss your forehead because you're so fucking yeah, cute. Yeah, you're, you're kids. Like, you can't do anything about it. Yeah, I'm like, give me my fucking space. So now every time Carlos wants to like hug me for more than like five seconds, I'm like, "This is too much. I need to go." Or <laughs> I know. I feel like as an adult, I'm like, why don't I like? Because I'm, I'm a hugger, but also sometimes like I don't know what to do with my hands. And people are like, why do you give such awkward hugs? And like I'm finding out it's due to childhood trauma. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. But no. But yeah. Um, yeah, Cookie Crisp. Um, they, the commercials, you know what that cracked out coyote or Ooh, whatever the fuck he is? Cookie Crisp. Yeah. Like, yeah. it almost seemed like, wow, like, that seems very good, but I'm not surprised it's shit. Nah, it doesn't taste like cookies at all. It was, it was just supremely disappointing. I know. Um, since I got back from the trip, um, we've been mooching off of my sister and her boyfriend get HelloFresh boxes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did that for a while. Yeah, and the shit was really good. So now, like, we have HelloFresh boxes. So it's fun. Um, the first box they sent to the wrong address. So we got free food. But then we found the box. So we got free food and our food. So Yeah. I will say, like, I, I definitely had a problem with deliveries from them and uh, Blue Apron. But I also, they have really good customer service. So anytime I complained about anything, I got free shit. Oh, yeah. Like, it was like, I didn't even have to prove anything. Like, no, oh, no. I just I just said, like, hey, like, it wasn't the door. And I was nervous because we had an incident once where um, Carlos had ordered cough drops. And they had, um, Amazon had sent it to the wrong apartment. And Carlos went up to the apartment where the cough drops were. And he's like, hey, man, I had a package. Um, did, it, did, did it arrive here? And the guy's like, no. And Carlos looks over and he sees, like, the open bag of cough drops. <laughs> and then he just looks at the guy and he's like, enjoy your cough drops. <laughs> what a dick. Oh, my God. I know. That's insane. I was so sad. I was like, you, you stole your cough drops. Like, what are you going to do? But, but yeah, um, we had chicken t- or we had pork taquitos last night. They were so fucking good. Taquitos. Ooh, I, I didn't realize how taquito. easy it was to keto things. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, everything's been really good. Um, it's nice, you know. Carlos has been, you know, cooking up in the kitchen, so it's fun to see. I need to get in the kitchen. I think tomorrow it's like a, a curry chicken thing that Ooh, nice. I might do. So yeah, the other thing is like I like I stopped doing it, but it also just gave me ideas on things, you know, mm-hmm. that I wouldn't have like some some dishes and stuff that I kind of do now that I hadn't thought of before. But But yeah, I, I really like it. It's good. It's fresh. I've been trying to eat like more like fresh things. I think after coming back from a trip or I'm just like eating everything and drinking everything. Like I think my body just needs like a just a refresh. So it's, it's nice that it's it's getting that. I feel like I'm getting back to like my old groove physically and slowly mentally now. So it's like I'm nice getting nice and comfortable again before the next trip or whatever decides to happen. But yeah, what else have you been up to? Uh, not much else. Um, sitting around mostly. Did you watch the coronation? Uh, I watched some of it. I mean, I didn't like set my alarm or anything, but I I don't sleep well, so I woke up around like five thirty or six, and I'm like, oh, that's right, it's the coronation. I'll go turn it on. Um, I would say it was a lot more boring than i expected it to be mm-hmm. and everybody everybody looked fucking miserable and it just made me kind of sad but it was a lot more hey look at this thing we show you the thing and then you touch the thing and then sometimes he puts the thing on and sometimes he doesn't put the thing on and then they show him the next thing i just love the memes <laughs> 
You got up and watched it with your mom, right? Oh yeah, two a.m. baby. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. It, it it sounds stupid, but it was it was a, it was a really enjoyable experience. Yeah, if you had you fun, know? you had fun. Yeah, it was fun just, like, waking up with my mom. Like, it was funny because, like, we both just, like, get in the living room and, like, we're excited. You know, we're trying to pick out, like, what channel to watch it on. Yeah. You know, everyone's like, well, in this channel, this channel. And we watched it, I think, on, like, Channel 8 or something. She's like, it has the best visuals. <laughs> and she was right, of course, because, I mean, she's been watching royal shit for a long time. Because, um, yeah, we woke up at 2 so that we can see kind of everyone get there like we saw uh-huh. when harry got there like oh my god it's harry so like the only are... one i saw person i saw smiling all day i know he's such a sweet boy and then he got the fuck out of there good for him went back for archie's birthday good for him good for archie i know i guess king charles did like a little toast to archie he's like wherever you are happy birthday so it was <laughs> a little bit passive aggressive and shitty yeah fuck, fuck you man but seeing all the memes about Camilla, <laughs> my favorite one is the one about, like, do all the side chicks out there have hope? <laughs> Dude, it's so fucking weird that her ex-husband is there at the coronation. I know. Like, it's just, like, gross. I don't know. They're, they're a weird family. I know Disney Plus has a weird special about King Charles. And I oh, watched yeah? it the night before. Yeah, it was so weird. It was, like, but... I, it was one of those where, like, they were, like, trying to talk about, hey, King Charles has been through a lot. A lot of family trauma. A lot of, like, his ex-wife died. And people yeah. don't like his new wife. But he's king now. And we love him. Yeah. Okay. The the wife he cheated on and bullied and didn't get mental health care when she desperately needed it. And also maybe got killed. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was it was funny but it it was funny because um carlos had to work so it's just it was just me that went over to my parents house and because both my siblings were there my dad got so excited that he circled the date on the calendar when we're that we were all home together because he was just like i can't believe this like i can't remember Aww. the last time like we were all here together like this is so great that's he very just cute jolly jolly goes to the calendar circles the date and he's like, oh, it's Cinco de Mayo. I'll always remember that. So I guess every Cinco de Mayo I have to go over to my parents' house. <laughs> so they can remember that we're all still here. But yeah, it was, it was a fucking whirlwind. So I'm sitting on the couch. Um, I, I have this terrible disease right now where because the Eros tour is going on right now, um, I need live updates of just everything going on because I, there's a lot going on in the Taylorverse. Okay. And it's really, it's really a lot. She has a new boyfriend. And he's really shitty, apparently, and he's like racist and oh no, all these really bad things. Oh, yeah, just, it's not great. I know, I know. And some people are like, it's a rebound. I'm like, I don't know, man. It just, it just doesn't seem right. And then we find out that a fucking Jack Antonoff set them up. I'm like, you motherfucker. I never liked you, anyways. I never liked your collapse with Taylor. But so she announced during one of the nights of her Nashville tour that that she's doing another remake album and it's coming out in july so that's fucking oh, that's rad. Cool. oh my god i was freaking out i was just like yes speak now is coming like this is this was like the the pinnacle album of like when i think of like my high school years like i think of this album oh like, okay 
this is a big album for me because it's just a bunch of songs about love, heartbreak, like boys doing stupid things. Fuck you, John Mayer. You know, just 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 stuff like that. But I get nervous because her fans get really defensive when remakes come out. Like everyone is going after Joe Jonas. Everyone's going after Jake Gyllenhaal. Everyone's going to go after John Mayer. And it's like, yes, these the things that these people did were shitty. But it doesn't give you the excuse to give them and their family death threats. No. Don't, what don't the fuck give is that? death threats. Like, that's just, really fucked up. Don't do that. And part of me is almost waiting for her to be like, guys, do fucking better. Like, yeah. why are you doing this? Because I feel like if I were famous, um, I would definitely preface everything with, like, guys, stop. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm Okay we don't need to do this like these are people these are i don't know then plus like her ex-boyfriend right now is getting a lot of shit too a girl that he's supposedly dating is getting a lot of death threats and Mm. it's just like she has the power and opportunity to stop this stuff and she doesn't which just really makes me question like what what are you what are you doing what What's going on here? But I mean, I don't know. It's hard being famous, you know, like stars, you know, they're just like us, you know, or they're not like you just you just don't know. But yeah, but yeah, Coronation was boring. Um, you know, honestly, like I was just I was spending the whole time just on my phone, just like just looking up royal things or like talking to my mom just talking shit with my mom you know yeah that's fun i it was enjoyable time to be on it was like old school twitter where just like every because i mean it was mostly uk people because they were the ones who were awake but it was just like so many comments it was a lot of fun yeah i like it when like everybody on twitter at the same time is watching and hating the same thing (laughs) yeah i just i love the the sarcastic nature of it all just like everyone just shitting on like i love that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. like just shitting on it um yeah because i mean it's such an outdated thing i mean i really wanted to watch it because it's something that we're only going to watch like one or two of these in our lifetime and it's just just such an old thing old process and old very old ancient ways and it's really hard to put that now because I don't think I saw, like, one cell phone in there. <laughs> I saw one cell phone, like, one thing where I can be like, I know what year this was because I saw this. Like, you didn't see anything. You saw all the weird hats. You saw Katy Perry looking for her seat for, like, 30 minutes. Like, you saw everything. Yeah. I did watch the new Peter Pan remake, too. Oh, how was it? I thought it was good. Okay, I- good. I was really surprised. I was I was kind of awaiting to kind of watch it and like think it was shitty. It, it was really cute. Um, Tinkerbell was adorable. A sack or um, Tiger Lily was amazing. They really gave her a really nice facelift because you God, know the it's really horrifically racist in the old cartoon. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it it wasn't too bad. You know, she was just hanging out with the Lost Boys and she was really like female empowerment, like just really cool to see her. Um, they, the Lost Boys were, were interesting because like they all weren't boys. You know, there were some girls in there, you know, there's different, um, just everyone just 
really inclusive. They had a little boy with Down syndrome. Oh, you told me that. That really made me want to see it. And that that really warmed my heart because he was my favorite lost boy because he was just so funny and he had all the lines and everything and he did really good yeah that sounds cute yeah it was interesting though because like they kind of really like like peter pan was just like a a shittier character in this one like he was kind of like useless but Mm. like in a in a tasteful way because it showed that like you know this person that we look up to you know peter pan like he's just like us he's dealing with shit like he's not perfect and Wendy, too, like, they look up to Wendy, and Wendy kind of has, like, some moments where she's like, yeah, like, I can do this, I can do that. And it's, I think it's a really good movie for kids to watch to see, like, empowerment, like, on both sides. And, you know, growing up sucks. We're grown up. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, it does but suck. But there's things to look forward to with growing up because, you know, as much as I wanted to grow up at, like, 17, like, you know, I have to pay bills. I have to um, check the oil in my car. Um, I have to make sure that my HelloFresh package arrives to my house. Um, but, you know, it's nice to remember those times when you're young and reminisce and also reminisce about the future. Like, the future is bright and, you know, you can do anything. You can achieve anything. Okay. This is uh, inspirational moments with Cantavite. I feel like I'm, like, on the Sith list right now where I'm, like, speaking about, like, something, like, you know, I don't know. I feel like I'm, like, talking about, I don't know why I was going to say, like, global warming. I don't think they talk about global warming on the Sith list. I should ask Carlos. Or I should, like, listen in and just, or send in an email, like, what do you guys think about global warming? But I don't know. I I mean, it's... 18 guys i'm gonna ask 18 guys what they think about global warming yeah we're just thinking we don't get enough guys opinions on things yeah so uh emily we we had a star wars holiday recently was it was may the 4th yep did you do anything on may the 4th nope good me neither I fuck Hallmark holidays. <laughs> no, I didn't, but I, Visions came out. Yeah, I didn't did. watch it until later, but it did come out. Yeah, I didn't either, just to spite uh, Hallmark holidays. I just hate made-up holidays. All holidays like, are made up. I guess, but Christmas is great. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a holiday. It's like a holiday in the same way that, like, it's National Chocolate Cake Day is a holiday. Yeah. But what'd you think of Visions? I I thought it was good. Um, I definitely liked more episodes this time than last time. Yes. Um, One in particular I can't stop thinking about. Um. But yeah, it was it was really good. I was really impressed with the animation, the storytelling. A lot of really heartwarming stories about like, you know, sibling and parent relationships that I thought was really interesting. <coughs> yeah, I thought there were some really good ones this season. Um I liked it a lot more because I'm not the world's biggest anime fan. And so I think getting some stuff from you know, like from India and from Ireland and from Mexico. I think it was really cool. 
I thought it was a super good mix and just some really gorgeous animation this time around. I mean, look, last time, first season, everything looked really good, but there was some super striking stuff in this one. Like that first episode, Sith, I, I just really, that style was so cool. And when she's doing all the painting and stuff, I just thought it was absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, I, I thought that was beautiful. I thought just all all of that. Her fucking droid. I was so fucking sad when I thought the droid died. Yeah, but he didn't. He was okay. Yeah, thank God. We can't do that. We can't kill droids. It's just illegal. Um, Screecher's Reach was fucking sad, too. <gasps> Dude, I think this might be my favorite one. I mean, I was already liking it because it had, like, the whole banshee as the as the sith which i thought was a really cool blending of folklore and star wars and then it has that super dark ending where it turns out you know you think it's gonna be a, oh she's gonna you know a jedi is gonna appear and it's gonna to like teach her how to be, take her off to learn how to be a jedi and instead it's like oh Angelica Houston appears as a fucking Sith Lord and comes to take her away. And she leaves all her friends behind as they're sitting there crying. <laughs> this, is a, this is the one where it's like, give me a whole show of this, please. This is so fucking cool. I liked the animation. I liked the the characters. And I just thought, that is a real fucking dark kids cartoon. It's the equivalent to you're at a kid's birthday party and you're a kid, of course, and karaoke, the kids are singing like karaoke songs like typical like you know like call me maybe or like disney songs and you go fucking up there and sing hellfire from the hunchback of notre dame <laughs> like that is the equivalent to this episode like it just it's like you think it's all happy and oh the kid is is going going with the jedi no there it's a fucking sith and bye guys well, i'm leaving yeah, as you soon as, as soon as she comes out and like you know you realize that she's c- killed the, the person I mean, that's already pretty fucking dark. And then fucking Angelica Houston shows up. But I just thought, I thought that one was fantastic. Um, In the stars with the sisters, I thought, I really liked the style of this one. I just thought it was, like, visually super cool. Yeah, I did too. I I love the story. I feel like with these, it's really easy to pay attention. Like they're really good with the with the visuals and getting you interested with the visuals and everything that's going on. Yeah, I liked that one, and I liked the the again with the like like with the painting on this one when she's doing the the little stuff that her mom used to do, and it's all glowy and pretty. I know. I, I wish the force was like that, all pretty and glowy. Uh, I am your mother. We already saw, but I watched oh, it again. Yeah. It's super cute. I know. I was so excited for Carlos to watch it. He really enjoyed it because he loved. He loves his Wallace and Gromit. I mean, I think he's the yeah. only person on this planet. Uh, Kevin likes Wallace and Gromit, right? Everybody loves Wallace and Gromit. Wallace and Gromit is awesome. Oh. I guess I just don't know the, it's, the greatness it's, of it's Wallace and Gromit. Extremely, extremely popular. Really? And they also do, yeah. And they, well, I mean, that's why it's existed all this time. And also, you know, they do Shaun the Sheep, which is huge. And I mean, the, the wrong trousers is brilliant. But I, I like that. I, the, I had forgotten all this stuff with Wedge, 
I know. Wedge was so silly. And just the whole... Just the whole episode. It, just, like, the different characters. I thought it was really cute, really heartwarming. Because it's like, yeah, yeah, your mom can be embarrassing. But like, she's your but mom, and you love her. she's your mom. I like that one. Uh, yeah. The next one is probably my least favorite. That's the anime one. Um, Journey to the Dark Head. It's a lot of fighting with lightsabers. Don't dig it. I did think the big old statues were cool. And I liked the main chick. I just, I don't know. I wasn't particularly invested in this one. Yeah, I wasn't either. Um, Some guy that used to be on BuzzFeed who does like YouTube stuff now. He was the main character. And I'm like... Oh, Eugene. That's so cool. But then I watched this episode. I'm like, oh, it's okay. But I'm happy for Eugene. It was fine. It felt yeah. like something from the first season, I would say. Yeah. I know because it had that like typical, you know, anime style. And it just, I, I don't know. I feel like it was kind of harder to kind of connect the dots with the story versus the other ones. Yeah. And I just, I don't, uh, yeah. I, I know, like, I liked some of it, but overall. You know, you give me a bunch of close-ups of the dude's face when he's getting angry and about to fight somebody, and I'm like, eh, this is this is exactly what I don't like about anime. Yeah. But the next one I really liked, and that was the Spy Dancer. Yeah, this one was my favorite. Okay, I liked this one a lot. I liked the fat stormtrooper. <laughs> Chalky boy. Yeah, he was wide. But again, I thought the animation was just so pretty, like the the her performance scenes with that like dress when she's whipping it around and doing the ah I just thought it was so beautiful I thought the twist of the story was even more beautiful that you know she was kind of waiting around to find this killer and then she finds out that the person who thinks she is the killer is her son ah that was great it was just a beautiful story and just seeing him in that final scene where he's kind of looking at himself in the mirror and seeing that he had removed his horns and oh yeah that was brutal yeah then um i think it was his hat had a tracker on it too now or something and yeah was, she oh. had gotten it oh that was nice i like that and then again like i just i i just this was one that had caught my eye from the little preview that we got at celebration just the like the shot of her like doing her performance was so pretty i'm like i want to know what that is and so i'm glad that i ended up really liking this one yeah i i was i visually i was really excited for this and it really met my expectations yeah i also just like the whole style of it the whole that kind of um you know almost like casablanca type thing where it's like oh this is the bar that everybody goes to during the war and you got to kind of be careful. It's got that, you know, kind of like a cabaret, that feeling of things could go bad at any moment, but we're all going to still drink and watch somebody dance. Yeah, I want more Star Wars cabaret. I think that needs to be a thing. But I, I love this one. element. Yeah. Uh, episode seven, Bandits of Gulak. What did you think? I was surprised how much I really liked this one. I had to, but yet again, like, this kind of d- drove home. Man, the fucking Jedi suck. 
Yeah. Like, she can't stay with her fucking brother. Why can't she stay with her brother? Just because her brother doesn't have force powers doesn't mean that he can't come along. It's her brother. Haven't they realized that, like, separating families and creating trauma for people isn't really good in have, training they have, Jedi? They have, they have absolutely not learned that. Because even the person you think would realize that, Luke Skywalker, still wants to do that to the poor little baby Yoda. Yeah, but Luke Skywalker is a fucking robot. Like, this is, he just, like, I just feel like Luke Skywalker has, like, no feelings, no emotions, but then I'm thinking to The Last Jedi, and obviously that Luke Skywalker got feelings and emotions, but this, like, this inner Luke Skywalker in this, like, weird timeline just is, like, a fucking robot. It makes me so angry that they did that to his character. Oh, well. Anyway, I was was just sitting there, I'm like, why can't, why, why can't her brother come with her? That's so stupid. Just let him come. He can just, like, hang around. He doesn't... Just because he can't learn to do, like, move rocks around with his brain doesn't mean that he can't hang out with his little sister. Yeah. I love the bad guy, too. I mean, he was scary. Yeah. It was a cool design. Yeah. And he stood out, too, the way that they animated him. Like, he just, like, looked, like, different. Like, just compared to how everyone else was animated. Yeah. That was one of the first things, like, when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, it's a bad guy. Like, he's yeah. bad. I yeah, I like, like it. the way he's drawn. Yeah, it's like, what I really like about some of these is where they, you know, kind of like the, with the, the, the uh, Screechers Reach, the Banshee one, this blending of, this is kind of an Inquisitor design, but we're also keeping it with this very, like, Indian film look. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, the the thing that makes vision so fucking cool is yeah. what if what if star wars weren't just a bunch of old british white dudes and it's like visual aesthetic yeah what if we actually had representation in our <laughs> movies that would be nice that'd be very cool yeah i think that's why visions is so popular i know it was funny i remember that video of that they're shown at celebration and then you have Kathleen Kennedy being like visions is really cool and I'm thinking you have not watched a goddamn episode <laughs> of visions I fucking know it Kathy <sighs> yeah well um the next one the pet was also really good I was not expecting that guy to die I know like I thought he was like when you see him fall I'm like okay but they're all gonna group together and catch him or something or he's gonna, but then they just, then you just see them like putting a blanket over it. And I'm like, oh, I guess, I guess he's fucking dead. That's pretty fucked up. Yeah, it just shows how fucking horrible the Empire is. And <gasps> there, there was something like so fucking dark about that one. Like even more dark than if they had just like, they, after they had dug the pit, he had, they had, they had like just shot them all. It's much more fucked up to just leave them there to starve. I know. I was. That was horrifying. Yeah, I'm, that was just. It <laughs> was one of the darkest things I've ever seen in Star Wars. So, all all you Empire enthusiasts out there, like, that, 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 what do you think? What, what do you think? This a little fucked up. Just a little bit. Yeah, guys. Don't I mean, you think it's a yeah. little fucked up? Yeah, it was. I wasn't expecting that either. Like, when they put, like, the blanket over him, I'm like, fuck, I hate when they do that. When they put the fucking blanket of doom over you. Like, (laughs) you're dead. Yeah. 
No, but I liked that one a lot. That was good. Yeah. And then we had Hugh's song. Oh my god, I love this one. I need a doll of her. I thought that the design of the characters, it's like they look felt. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was so cool. And especially her. She's so cute with the little, you know, the little g- g- collar she has that covers her mouth. I just, I thought she was the cutest fucking thing I've seen in a long time. I thought it was cute too. I love the visuals. Yeah. And because so much of it is her not talking for obvious reasons. It's just like what you have is the visuals. Yeah. And she's adorable and the planet is super pretty and the effect when she is you know finally using her voice and purifying the kyber crystals was gorgeous again why does she gotta go away from her dad why are we separating families still fucking the jedi suck i hate them so much First, they they do all the shit with Grogu. And then Luke Skywalker comes. CGI Luke... I think CGI Luke Skywalker like really cemented the fact that like Jedi are shitty. <laughs> yeah, he fucking sucked. But I like that episode. Again, like the, this, I, visually it was so cool. Because they were like little felt dolls. And I liked her dad was adorable too. All roly poly. <laughs> hmm. We got cute dads and chunky stormtroopers in <sighs> season two of Yeah. Visions. Yeah, I mean just even talking about them, like I I'm impressed. Like Yeah, I I didn't dislike any of them. I mean I wasn't crazy about the anime one, but I still enjoyed it. And I thought it had some cool moments into it. So overall, I mean, this one definitely wins for me. I mean, the first season has some great episodes. I really liked, I mean, obviously everybody loves the Ronin one. And I really liked the one with the adorable bunny girl. But I don't even really remember most of the episodes from that. Whereas I feel like there's more here that's going to stick with me. Yeah, the the dancer one, I feel like that one's going to stick with me for a long time too. Like, I still think about that. Yeah, I I really like this season. And there's probably some that I'll even go back and watch again. Which is not something I do a lot with Star Wars. That's just so nice. Just some redeemable qualities. <laughs> well, also it helps they're like super fucking short. Yeah, that also helps. And then sometimes I'm like, oh man, it's almost over. It's over. Some of these could be movies. Yeah. Yeah. Well... Good job, Visions. Season 2 was good. Hopefully we get a season 3. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how well this did, but it seemed like I know that, it, I mean, the first one was obviously super popular, and I heard a lot of people talking about this one, so hopefully they do more. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Um, you want to talk about Ted Lasso now? <gasps> yes, let's talk about Ted Lasso. Um, what did you think of Ted Lasso? I really enjoyed this episode and each episode just keeps getting better and better i love roy 
Yeah. Press conference, Roy, is great. Um, I'm happy for Colin. Yeah. I feel bad, though, that, like, it was kind of like a... Not, not that like, he was, like, getting forced to come out, but kind of like a... Yeah, it definitely wasn't, like, totally on his own terms. I love, too, how the episode didn't give him that moment of, guys, I'm gay, or whatever he said, like... And they went to Isaac and yeah, Roy. And then they, yeah, and then they cut back to later, and you're already, like, everybody's already reacted to it. Yeah, and it just, it shows just, you know, kind of how Ted, La- Ted was comparing it to being a Denver Broncos fan. <laughs> and just about, like, we don't care, but we care. And I think that's so brilliant, because it, as viewers, I think they're kind of expecting us to, like, see this, like, big emotional moment from Colin being like, I'm gay, but I mean, like, we're. I think we're getting to a point. I mean, I I want to get to a point where like, this shit is normalized. That it just it's like, okay, like we we ca- we don't care, but we care. Like yeah, but but I liked I really liked Ted giving that speech, and I think it's something. You know, I don't, I don't know that I've ever seen it on a TV show before, but I know it's something like when like I don't think people, I don't think straight people always realize how big of a deal coming out can be even when even when you know people will probably accept it mm-hmm. and that hearing like you you want some sort of acknowledgement of that of the like that that it is something big even if it's not a big like deal to you know the person you're telling it to it's a big part of who you are and so you know just being like okay whatever is not it's not really always a great reaction even though you know it seems like it should be in terms of oh they don't care but it's such it's such a big scary moment to not fully acknowledge that even if you are supportive is it can still hurt or make you feel like strange and so i don't know that i've ever heard people talk about that on a tv show before and i really liked that aspect of it yeah it's interesting and yeah you know obviously as a straight person like I can't relate to like any of this like you know coming out is just such a big deal and you know I can't imagine you know what anyone going through something like this would be and I just thought it was like a beautiful and different perspective and it was amazing seeing that Isaac was Isaac was just mad because he didn't tell him and it's yeah, interesting yeah. getting the perspective of, you know, the people that are come out to. Yeah, like, like what I like about that is Isaac is still wrong because yes. because he's making it about himself and it's not about him. But I think, I mean, first of all, the, the actor, I can't, I, I don't, I don't, I feel bad. I don't know his name. He did such a good job. I mean, first of all, the, the scene when he, like the scene when he goes after the guy in the crowd, the scene when he's talking to Roy, but the stuff with Colin was so great when... When he says to him, what is it about me that you thought you couldn't tell me? I thought that was a really, like, telling thing about his character. That he was so hurt that Colin would think he wouldn't accept him. Yeah, I know. Because, you know, you, you go back to, like, well, it's not about him. But then also, like... 
what kind of person do you think I am that I wouldn't yeah. accept? And like, you know, those are valid thoughts. But also like, you know, Colin was like, there was that 1% of me that didn't know. And that's what held me back. Well, yeah, because that one, like, it's not just a, like, it's not just a casual thing. It's not just like, oh, there's a 1% chance it's going to rain tomorrow. It's there's a 1% chance I tell you this and my fucking life is destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so, I'm so happy for Colin. Like, yeah, I, I've never been like this show is terrible because it makes me care so much about these people that are just going to leave in like I a know. couple weeks i know and they're like they're obviously really setting up roy to take over when ted goes back home mm-hmm. uh i loved rebecca telling him off i thought that was great I, when they when they cut to that first press conference and it's just in the middle of coach beard losing his shit about guitarists i thought that was hilarious but Roy did such a good job at the end. Like when he's telling the story about his old teammate and like just this idea of, you know, you never know what people are going through. And just because you are a fan of something and have bought a ticket to it doesn't give you the right to abuse people. He's so good. It's just his acting and his mannerisms and just the way just Roy, his body languages it's just amazing i've never seen acting like that before oh he's great i think it's it's such a good character and it's such a perfect fit for him yeah i know i really do think that the show is really setting up for like him taking over because that moment with isaac like it was very surprising because it was like yeah of course like you know roy's a coach of course he's having this conversation but it was really deep and it was it was really beautiful to see yeah um and we've seen a lot of Roy like stepping up this season, like you know, actually deciding to be a coach to Jamie instead of just ignoring him because he doesn't like him. Yeah, it asks me. Yeah, it gives me hope for him and Keeley. Yeah, uh, you know, well, yeah, because when Rebecca was talking to him, it wasn't just about the job; it was also very obviously about Keeley. But I also think it's hilarious that they are. Basically making Rupert the literal devil. You know, at first, at first with the stuff with Jade, when he meets her, I'm like, oh, God, I don't want to see him like being a creep and hitting on Jade. That's totally where I thought they were going. But it's almost creepier that instead his play is, I want to get Nate to cheat on his girlfriend. I thought that was so bad. Like, Rupert is really a terrible human. Yeah, it's such a fucked up thing. It's just like he, you know, he's never, it's not like he does this like, you know, all the time. He's not inviting him out to party with him until he finds out he has a girl that he's in love with. And then, then he invites him out to try to get him to sleep with some chick. And it made me so proud of Nate that as soon as he realized that he was in that position, he's like, I gotta go. I was so fucking proud of Nate. Yeah, Nate still needs to apologize and grovel and make it up to Ted and the rest of the team. But I like where Nate is as a person right now. Yeah, I'm so proud of... Ugh, I hate saying it because like I'm still so upset. But like I'm, I'm proud of him as a person that he got himself out of that situation. And how he went to Jade's apartment and gave her that big old hug. Yeah. Good for him. And all without spitting at a mirror. Yeah. 
You know, he talked about that Taste of Athens place and like, I really want to fucking go to that place now. <laughs> I want the window seat. Give me the window seat. Yeah. It was it was a really good episode. Um, I'm glad that we don't have to see Jack again. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck I Jack. still remember that first episode, though, when she gives her the tampon. She says, you know, you got to pay it forward. Like, I wonder how Keely's going to pay it forward. <laughs> you know, I just imagine, like, just like three weeks ago, we were talking about how much we liked Jack. You know, yeah, I mean, it. in, in life and love... There, there's this quote by Taylor Swift. It's like, in life and love, like you, you figure out like when's the right time to like move. On. I gotta find the quote, but <laughs> it just you know, just sometimes okay. we think we know what we want, but we don't. But I gotta, look, I gotta look up that goddamn quote. Now. <laughs> do 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 do. Okay. Wow, this this was not what I was thinking. But that, that is the quote I remember. This has nothing to do with the situation. Um, <laughs> Perfect. In life and love, you learn that there comes a time to let go and move on. Nothing to do with this. Okay. Nothing to do with, with this conversation. But sometimes you learn that the people you think you, you like and know are shit. Yeah. Yeah, I've had that happen once or twice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, I mean, we've been doing this for six years now almost. And it's just kind of amazing seeing, like, the the progression of, you know, just our lives. Like, you know, we, we started this podcast. You know, there used to be podcast communities. And... You know, there there used to be things that we would go to. You know, there used to be podcast shows we would go to. There used to be, you know, I used to be in college, you know, like, yeah. And then just look at us now, like, we're jet-setting across the country, <laughs> you know, going to these Star Wars conventions, meeting all these wonderful people, you know, going going through life and, you know, meeting some great people and some shitty people but at least we have each other you know oh that's true yeah i'm still not allowed to go to some places in the country i mean or in in the world i mean i'm not allowing myself to go to some places because <laughs> yeah you might commit crimes uh, it's not a might it's not a might Let's just hope Star Wars Celebration never makes uh, it to a certain... I just wouldn't go. Because, you know, part of me, when when we were thinking... When, when they were about to announce Celebration, like, part of me was like, man, they should have it there. Because then I would have a 0% chance of wanting to go. But then they said Japan. And at first I'm like, fuck, I don't want to go to Japan. But then I'm like... I want to go to Japan. I want to go to Disney. I want to do these things. And then finding out that Rusty wants to go to Japan, like, insane. And then Emily wants to go to Japan now. It's great. Nope. I'm so excited for Emily to change her mind. Because, you know what? Emily changed her mind. Because she didn't think that she was going to be able to go to to London. And she Yeah, okay. Went. But that was different. That wasn't a, I didn't want to go to London. That was, I didn't think I would go to London. I wanted yeah. to go to London. I've always wanted to go to London. I don't want to go to Japan. 
Yeah, but Emily, like, there's just so, so much opportunity. <laughs> Someone said to me the other day, because I was telling them I was going to Japan, and they were like, you're going to have the best sushi of your life. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Like, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. Like, I just love that was just, like, the first thing. Like, you're going to have, they're so excited about it, too. They're like, yeah, have the best sushi ever. I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm thinking about other things, like cool life experiences and you okay, know, but you're, different yeah, culture. I don't know, but you're also just talking about going to Disney and stuff, so I don't think that's that different than like being excited about having some sushi. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true, but it was it was just like, I was just so surprised. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's like someone like being like, you know, I'm going to London, you're going to have the best fish and chips in Okay, life. but you say that, like, we were talking about, we were talking about the food before we went to London. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, I can't really think of anything like food related in like Japan, like other than like sushi, obviously. That like, I mean, obviously, like I'm excited, excited for the cuisine Noodles, and lots of ramen. Yeah, lots of ramen. I think that's that would have been one where I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna have, I'm really gonna have the best fucking ramen of my life. Like, I know that and I'm excited. I just was introduced to ramen recently. I I went to like a a place that had really good ramen. I'm like, oh, fucking holy shit. Ramen. You know, I just thought that it was just like a rip off of getting like a. 20 cent bag at the store but it's it's it hits different no real ramen is very very different yeah yeah i'm excited for the food but god that london food is so good i miss my fucking sausage rolls mm, yeah sausages are good yeah you should have got hot cross bun when you were there oh well next time yeah limited time emily limited time it's only like before easter yeah well i have to years of that it's fine oh that's right yeah duh like I'm surprised you haven't got your call from King Charles yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm just waiting by my phone. Yeah, maybe Camilla will call you. Maybe oh, you gotta get great. on her good side. No, that's okay. I'm okay not being on her good side. Yeah, or Kate might. As much as I don't no. like Kate, her she looked really fucking good at that. I loved her little tiara. I loved the the little ones tiara too. Like good for fucking them i guess they're they're style the little the little fake tiaras since camilla banned tiaras camilla banned tiaras yeah that's why yeah that's that's why it's the um it's she's just like that's why kate's just wearing that like fat it's just like a fabric headband that's got sequins or some shit on it like really nice ones but yeah 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 no tiaras that was a big deal because camilla's camilla can't wear tiaras I don't know. Maybe she can. I don't know what the fucking rules are. I mean, she's wearing a big, huge fucking crown. That barely fit on her head. It was really fun. Watching the guy put the crowns on them made me laugh a lot. And it was funny, too, because, like, obviously they rehearsed this several times. And, like, she kept adjusting it. I'm like, do not fucking touch it. Do not touch the crown. Like, I I was, like, terrified. Well, she goes to move her hair because he, like, put it down, like, right over her hair. And so, like, obviously was, like, sticking in her eye or something. But, like, maybe you should have moved your hair before. You knew he was coming with the crown. Maybe you shouldn't have bangs, sweetie. Maybe (laughs) bangs shouldn't have been a thing. You're you're putting something on your head. Like, maybe, maybe you shouldn't have bangs. Like... This isn't bang season. Yeah, I mean, you think with all the plotting and scheming you did to get to this point, you would have thought about where your hair was going to go. But she looked fucking terrified the whole time. They all did. Dude, Charles but, just looked grumpy and bored. Yeah, he didn't look too hot. He's probably going through a lot, you know, family drama. You know, stars are just like us, you know, they they go through family things. Like, 
but they're. I mean, I don't know. My family doesn't hate me the way his family hates him. So, yeah, that's true. I mean, mine doesn't either. I have a great family, but still, I mean, you know, if people out there, you know, going through family shit, like, sucks. I know. I was reading some of Spare, and that's pretty good. Pretty sad, but pretty good. Yeah, I like that a lot. I'm still laughing about the fucking Easter presents. Easter presents. I can't believe I've, you didn't give me an Easter present this year, Brittany. How dare you? You know what I did on Easter Sunday was kind of like I was trying to get into all these fucking panels and like I got so unlucky and I was just like I was John that John Travolta meme where he's just kind of walking around everywhere like what like what like and I had like I had my nice moment alone with my falafel wrap. Mm-hmm. That was my Easter. <laughs> You were what? That was was that your record shopping day? Maybe, yes. I think I don't know. Yeah. Well, I guess our present to each other was that um, that Indian restaurant we went to. That was good. I really liked that. I was really drunk, but I had a lot of fun. Okay, I didn't have any of the food there. I just had a beer because we had already eaten. Yeah. Yeah, I was at the point of drunk where I looked at Andy and I said, you need to order for me. And he's like, why do you not know what you want? I'm like, I don't have the mental capacity to do this. Always a good sign. Yeah, that's when I know I'm having a good fucking time is when I just, I can't do simple things. Um, you know, like order uh, food. Oh my God. Andy sent me these fucking Marmite cashews. And they are one of the best things I've ever eaten. Like to the point where like, I'm kind of, like they kind of make me angry. Because they're, they're so fucking good and I can't, like, get them here. Like, I still have a couple of bags left. And Kev's going to bring me... They also apparently have more, like, peanuts. So Kev's going to bring me some of those. But fucking hell. I need to try those, too. Those sound God really damn. good. They're so good. I know. I ran out of my shapes. Mm. That's sad. Yeah. I was so excited for my shapes. You know, Turbo and Catherine are so wonderful that they always bring us, like, Tim Tams or, you know, shapes or just wonderful things. And, we, you know, we have Rebecca, too. Like, we're so lucky. Yeah. You can definitely buy my love with food. Yeah. In the same way. Beer, food. Well, cider. Ed learned that the hard way, unfortunately. He got me a beer at Celebration. I'm like, oh, thanks. I don't drink beer, but I'll drink it. And he's like, <laughs> no, I'll give it to someone else. I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, I know. I need to. I need to bother Ed. We need to. I need to invite ourselves on the podcast. On Scruffy's? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, you're you're seeing celebrity artist and good friend Chris Hall at the end of the month, and yes, and his celebrity artist wife, who's uh-huh. probably not an artist, but you know, she's a celebrity too. Maybe you can convince him to just slide to slide us in an episode. You know? Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's a good idea. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you have Kev too, but I mean yeah, Kev does his own thing, right? I don't think he's very organized in terms of like getting guests and shit. Yeah, you the, the you you have a you know like in the sithless universe like you the carlos is is yours like that mm, is okay. that is your guy yeah carlos is the same way 
like sometimes like people at celebration would like talk to him about things related to the podcast and he'd be like yeah <laughs> like guy just shows up every week to talk star wars with his friends like what's better than that you know what's what's better than this guys being dudes okay anything else we have need to cover today no uh, no more hallmark holidays coming up um there's there's nothing else here. You know what I realized? Hmm. I forgot to hit record on Skype. Well, you just use our backups anyway, right? Yeah, I do. Okay, well, hopefully those worked. Otherwise, we've just been talking to each other for fucking an hour and a half. Eh, it's worth it. What a waste of fucking time. Eh. I can talk to you anytime. Yeah, yeah. Wasted all this time talking about Star Wars? I know we could talk about like juicy stuff, like the all the rings I tried on the other day or something, you know. Oh yeah, did you get that twenty six thousand dollar Tiffany ring? No, I didn't. Aww. Oh my god. Well, funny enough, I didn't like any of the Tiffany rings, but it was just nice being at Tiffany's because like I've only been there like a couple times, but like actually like trying on rings and like pretending I'm rich uh-huh. was I. I I had to rehearse with Carlos like before because we I had like a whole day like planned out of just like trying on rings and I told Carlos I'm like I want to look expensive so like I put on like a nice like turtleneck and a nice skirt and the Tiffany's guy said my skirt looked expensive (laughs) and I was so excited I'm like I did it my role is complete Academy Award is on my desk Wow. But we got to the, because they, what they have you do is they have you try on the rings and they're like, hey, come over to the light so that you can see how it sparkles. And I got to the light and I kind of moved my hand so I can see the price tag. (laughs) And I immediately was like, okay, yeah, let's go sit back down. (laughs) Like, I think I immediately, like, I left. I'm like, I feel bad that that much money was, was on my, on my finger. Yeah, that's 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 a lot of money. It's too much money. Are you kidding me? Like I No. But I I don't care about like real diamonds or fake diamonds. Like give me a mossy, I'm happy. But like I I just don't care about that stuff. But I like I like sparkles. Like I found that mm-hmm. out. But 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 yeah, I guess just my advice. My advice to you, Emily, don't make the mistakes I have made in this process. Um you know, figure out what you want go to a couple stores just try on things on your fingers and see what what layouts look good you know what kind of shapes of the gem looks good on your finger because just don't make mistakes i've made and trust me you know along the lines i'll be more public with the mistakes i've made but only emily right now knows emily (laughs) has like the top secret like she has like the patreon information like emily emily is the number one subscriber to the patreon but yeah (laughs) But yeah, I've been through some shit. But yeah, don't make my mistakes. Okay. Yeah. Try on things. You know, find a vendor that you like. You know, make sure they're not an asshole. You know, just just simple things. Um, yeah. Don't get rings that are the price of cars. They're just like, what if something happens to it? What if someone steals it? Like, just- wouldn't you just be paranoid? Like, all the time if you were wearing that yeah i don't want something that costs more than like five thousand dollars on my hand are you kidding me no like 
Yeah, like I was, you know, I'm talking to vendors from like China right now because like I don't want to, I don't want to just, I don't want to spend like thousands of dollars on something that I get from China for like half the, less than half or more than half the price. Like, I don't know. It just, no. it just doesn't make sense to me. No, Kevin and I were looking at rings the other day, just fucking around and like, oh, these are like $350. That seems pretty reasonable. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm, I could maybe wear something worth $350 on my hand. I know I know like I'm just excited now because it's like I know what I want and like I know myself when I want something like I can't stop thinking about it it's like it's like it ends up in like every conversation like it's just it's like you know I'm talking to Carlos like we're cooking dinner or something and I'm like I really like that ring I tried on the other day I really liked it and he's just like I'm glad I'm like you don't get it <laughs> I really liked it I really liked it but I don't know. Talking to a couple vendors. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully I get what I want. I don't know. Like it's weird because like I never thought like I would be like, oh, it's just something that goes on my finger. But it's like I fucking loved it. As soon as I put it on, mm. I'm like, you see your future. You see everything. Like you yeah. see everything in that, and just you know, Aww, that's sweet. Woohoo! Yeah, I'm just excited to have happy feelings again after because I feel like getting back from the trip and everything. It's been hard to adjust to real life and like finally getting to a point where like some good things are happening and like i don't know i'm getting back to my old groove so it's, it's nice good. when good things happen after bad things yeah yeah but yeah so emily where can we find you and the podcast on social media uh i am on twitter and instagram at ef lind the show is cantabite pod and you can send us email or voice messages cantabite pod at gmail.com Brittany, where are you you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Canto Brit. All right. Sounds good. Thank yeah. you for listening. I'll talk to you all next time. Bye. Bye. Here we go. Yo, 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 and away we go It's time to serenade my girl Lindo Sorry the ladies where I had to say no But if I'm cheating on Serena, it's on Canto No shame in the game Make even Rogue One seem tame But I blame it on Brit with a ginger main main Yeah, that's fire Love on the rocks leaves the love on my socks Lindo fanfic leaves y'all shocked Especially when y'all truly whips out his cock Canto bite Episode 100 Hey yo, I'm back, no fulcrum this time I'm on a flight to the bay and I'm writing some rhymes My top three running through my head, you know So I had to come correct when they hit the hundo My girls E and B deserve congratulations Our adulation for the weekly creation My last celebration was all about them But this time I gotta drop lines for our friends This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches, all the canto bitches This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches Throw your hands up, bitches all my canto bitches Start off with my Aussies Catherine's a sweet one Brought cash into lunch With canto bitch number one Josh made it a team And had bourbon and cornflakes The kind of ice cream That made him show me his old face Got to meet Turbo And throw back some brew Fish tacos and San Fran You know we approve Rebecca from Perth I haven't met you yet Last shout to 
Pussy dude, I didn't forget This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches, all the Canto bitches This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches Throw your hands up, bitches, all my Canto bitches Rabia and Adele often email the show I cut a track on them trolls with Johnny Grasso Jesse McGee busted a rap for me Met her and horse, be it scum and villainy King Tom, Death Watch, the most regal of fathers Got to behold the luscious locks of Strata Shouted Rusty last time, so I shout a Raj too You know the list ain't complete without lesson, boo This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches, all the Canto bitches This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches Throw your hands up, bitches, all my Canto bitches Now if I didn't say your name, don't feel no shame You love the fun, the games, and refresher bangs Hang on every word of Lindo's fanfic Where she describes every vein in Mendo's dick Spread the word, maybe buy a t-shirt I don't know, maybe ask the girls if Yaddle squirts Take your CBD, send in your top three, And you'll always be a bitch like me Get him, Eric.